We hear tonight of Noah and the ark, and of course when we look at it, we see what's happening is a foreshadowing of, of a heavenly design, right? It's a foreshadowing of baptism. You've got this case of sinful people, and then there's death, and through the wood of the ark, there comes new life, a new people. And we will see this theme also reflected on Holy Week. As we go with Moses and we journey through the, the, uh, on the way out to the desert and we get to the Red Sea and we hear about the Egyptians hot on the heels of the Israelites and the Israelites pass through the, the, the Red Sea as if dry land, on dry land and the sinful people of Egypt go through this water and there's death and then the new Israelites on the other side have a new life free from the bondage of, Israel, of, of Egypt. And then we'll see this theme carried out again with John the Baptist, where he's baptizing for the remission of sins, only this time there's not a physical death, as there was with Noah, as there, as there was with, with, during the Exodus with Moses. But that wasn't the fulfillment of it. It would find its fulfillment in Christ's baptism, and then also part of his death and resurrection on the cross. So we see a foreshadowing tonight of our own Baptism, our own death to, to our own self, of our sins, and, and the new life that comes about through the wood, uh, the wood of the ark in the case of tonight, and, and the, the wood of, of Moses' staff in the case of the Red Sea, and of course the wood of the cross in the case of Christ. So we, we give thanks to God for, for allowing us to see how we started, how we prepared this way of salvation for us. So us, ourselves, we're in this 40-day journey as Noah was in the boat, reigning 40 days. And we're here we are in the, in the church, 40 days. And uh, you know, we're, we're trying to put to death sin. We're trying to, to come to a new life when we get through this, when we pass through our own Passover, our own death and resurrection. So we're working out all these things. And this, this church is the nave. It's the boat where we live it out. Isn't it striking? It's here that, that we begin our journey and here that we try to continue to put the old man to death every time their sinful inclinations develop. We're given the gift of the cross to bring about our forgiveness and then new life. This theme that constantly runs through the whole of, the, of, the, of Lent and the Paschal cycle. But what do we do to put the old man what do we do to control that? I talked a little bit about it last Wednesday about you know, the, what is it that's around us that's keeping us from fully embracing. And so I ask you tonight, what is your distraction? What is your distraction? I shared this story many years ago, but I always chuckle at myself when I think that I actually went through this. Many years ago, when I first started roofing, one of the things I had to do was get a tool belt to carry the tools, the nails and stuff like that. So I went and bought a cloth one, one of those apron things. And I thought, okay, great, I'm ready to go. So I joined the crew, and of course I was a laughingstock because they had these nice leather belts. Very nice. And so I quickly had to go, ooh, I've got to have a set of. Well, that set into motion 
a great distraction in my life over the course of a few years. Because when I'd go to another job and I'd see a contractor having a different kind of belt. And I was like, ooh. And the one, this was before there was internet. Okay, so you actually had to drive to places. And I took the time to drive. I would drive up and down the Puget Sound to every hardware store known in the area. And so I had a nice set, what I thought was a nice set of leather bags. It was great. I walked around, man, I was ready to go. And I went on this one government job, and I saw a contractor with a set of maroon leather bags like I'd never seen before. Beautiful bags. They're made by Occidental. See, I still remember the name. And they're made, and I had to drive to Redmond to get them. I found them there. And I, I was drooling, so I got everything you could, the leather uh, suspenders, and I put them on. It's like, ooh, nice, nice, lots, every pocket I could, there was everything you needed. Until I loaded it up with tools and screw nails, and that bag was so heavy I could hardly walk. So then one day, I'm going through another store, and happened to find what I called the Sunday leather bag, Sunday bags. And these bags were hunter green canvas with the same burgundy on the corners of the, of the pouches, the same kind of leather belt made by the same company. I had hit it, but it took like two years of constantly preoccupied. All that time I spent driving up and down I-5 and 405, looking for stupid bags. But it was the cat's meow to me, I thought. And so, eventually, I would move out of, of the laboring part, and I, I began selling. And, and when you sell, you know, you have to take stuff home with you, or you go in to meet a customer, and so you need paperwork. So I thought, okay, I need a, I need a briefcase. I just, I'm not going to go around in a, a cardboard box. And so... I went and I got what, okay, that's a nice one. And then I went with Father Joseph Stanichar to the airport to a trip. I went with him. And I saw the businessmen with all the different kinds of leather bags. And the whole thing started again. A constant preoccupation. And to this day, I still get caught up in it sometimes, looking but think about how much time I wasted that I could have spent in prayer, that I could have spent reading, that I could have spent time in church. Now, that's my propensity. But it doesn't have to be about a material thing. Your propensity could be about a title you're after, a position something where you're just totally preoccupied occupied with it. It just consumes you. And you can't think of anything outside of that other than what's next, what's next, how can I get it, how can I get it? It's our constant preoccupations that can get us in a lot of trouble and take us away from prayer. So God took Noah away from the preoccupations and put him in an ark for 40 days. 
God took the Israelites out of Egypt and took them into the desert for 40 days. Our Lord went out in the desert for 40 days. And now here we are, trying to control our preoccupations, trying to reorder our lives. As we go through our life and we reflect on ourselves, we often see how our sinful propensities and our preoccupations put to death our spiritual life. They stunt it, bring it to a standstill, and have gone too far, becomes non-existent. So we are called and to be reminded and reminded again and reminded again and reminded again and again and again to reorder our lives, to remember what's a priority. We're in it for the long game. We're not just trying to get by, get by we're trying to exceed and become glowing in that taboric light that Gregory Palamas likes to talk about. So as we reflect and go on here, I come to this midpoint of the fast, am I allowing my preoccupations to get in the way of my relationship with Christ? Is it failing to put my sinfulness to death so that I can have new life? What is your distraction? What is your preoccupation? And we each have different ones. And sometimes they go on and on through the course of life and we have to do battle with them time and time and time again. As I do with leather bags. And so when you come around and the ladies have beautiful leather purses, I like them. When your husbands come and I, someone has a, a great briefcase, I notice it. And I have to control that beast within me. But that's a source of preoccupation. Why do I even notice it? What's going on with me that I even give it a second thought? But it could be that way with any of the passions. And so I give thanks to God for this ark. He gives me a place to work this out. He gives me a place to seek forgiveness for the sins that bring about my own spiritual death. He gives me a place to have new life. And then when I fall again, I, grab, I have the same gift to get up and try. And I pray each time I fall, when I get up, I can go just a little bit longer, just a little bit further than I did before. And that's part of the spiritual life. Small but steady steps of growth. Let us put our distractions to an end. Let's root them out and find that all those things that aren't necessary in life are done away with. And there's only one thing needful, 
and that's Christ. And so for the 40 days, you and I are trying to do all that we can for that one thing. We are looking back at all the foreshadowing of these heavenly patterns that God has given us, that has found its fulfillment in the church, and we'll find that fulfillment in the heavenly kingdom. It's all here, all for our benefit. Why in the world did I waste so many years looking for something that would never bring me fulfillment? Because as soon as I got it, I was on looking for the next. This is a time of renewal. This is a chance of rebirth. Let us take advantage of the gift that God has given us.